0: video is not a strategy or a tactic or a technique it's simply a way to communicate and if you get honest with yourself about how you could be communicating with your customers and future customers as well as your partners vendors suppliers everyone else involved in your success you're going to find places where video could be a benefit to you and your business You're listening
1: to Real Marketing Real Fast. The only podcast that brings you unfiltered, undaunted insider information on the latest tools and technologies for online marketers. Prepare to dive deep into marketing myths, breakthrough models, and cutting-edge strategies that will have an immediate impact on the growth of your business. And now, here's your host, marketing expert, Doug Morneau. Well, welcome back. Let's another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. In studio today I've got uh, Ethan Butte joining me and uh, we're going to talk about you know what Ethan does in the process of increasing sales and in- increasing customer experience and doing that using simple personal videos with a company that he is part of called BombBomb. Bomb. I think you are going to enjoy the conversation there's lots of value lots of really easy tips for you to take away and a very simple solution to help all of us to be more personal and have a deeper relational connection with the people that are on our email list with our prospects and our clients. So I'd like to welcome Ethan Butte to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. Well, hey, Ethan, uh, super excited to have you in the podcast today. So welcome to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast
0: thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm looking forward to the conversation myself.
1: I was so excited when I looked at your background and what your company's doing and the video tool or the application that you've got and how simple it looked to use. So do you want to share just a little bit of your background and the backstory of what you guys are doing? And then we'll get into kind of the how to make it work for people.
0: Sure, absolutely. I love the adjectives that you use because that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're called Bomb Bomb. It's just the word bomb twice, B O M B B O M B. And our premise and what our customers have told us, you know, we've been at this for about a decade now, so it's really been co-created with our, you know, early adopters and then and then a larger group of folks as we go on and on, is that you're better in person that you create and win more opportunities when you get face to face with people. But we all know the challenges involved in that, you know, they basically break down to time and distance. We either don't have the time or we can't overcome the distance. And so video in place of so much of the faceless digital communication that we rely on otherwise uh, is a very effective way to connect and communicate and ultimately to convert as well. And so we want to make it really easy for you to record and send videos. We do that in Gmail. We do it in Outlook. We have a couple different mobile apps. We have a web app. We have integrations with Salesforce and outreach and, and just a number of other platforms. We want to be where you are to make it easy to get face to face when you want to, and to know exactly how people are interacting with those messages.
1: Well, it's been, you know, quite interesting watching, uh, you know, in the online marketing world, how it's kind of transformed And, and finally a, a video is, you know, is the thing, you know, I, I remember back when I joined the chamber of commerce years ago, guys carrying these huge videos, uh, Uh, cameras on their shoulders that you know you had to be a strong man to lift it and uh, trying to build corporate videos and it just never really seemed to catch on and now everyone's talking video so where do you think you know the opportunities are for business today to to kind of dive into this because it doesn't look like you need much equipment. I heard, um, I think it was Kevin Harrington said that you've got more power in your iPhone than he says than I had when I first started shooting infomercials.
0: Sure, I'll bet that's true. I've even heard uh, similar, there's more computing power in our smartphones than whatever system sent people to the moon 50 years ago. I don't know if that's true, but it seems like one of those things that I've heard a few times. So I guess it might be worth Googling, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think video historically has been time consuming and expensive and heavy, you know, just Based on the equipment you described there. And so I think it, it left a lot of people on the sidelines. And of course, over the past, I would say, decade in particular, the ability to record videos, edit videos if you want to, and distribute videos is just all the walls and all the barriers have come down. It's less expensive than ever. You know, I work with all kinds of folks using video in, a, in all kinds of ways. And, uh, and we'll get into what we specialize in in particular, but I just like to encourage anyone who is running a business or running some aspect of a business to look at all of your customer touch points and where could you afford to be more informative or more helpful or more personal or to bring people behind the scenes? There's just, it's simply a communication medium. It's a container for your message. So, just like in some cases, you're building a, you know, say a drip automation sequence of emails to onboard a new customer. And so you're using typed out text in emails, sometimes with graphics or pictures or maybe an animated GIF to. Uh, you know, walk people along. Video is just a a more more human way to do it. We speak very naturally. We read expressions off people's faces intuitively. We can do it from birth, and we all do it universally. Uh, no matter what culture or time in history we were born into, we could, we were all able to read emotions off other people's faces. Automatically. And so, this ability to just look people in the eye through the camera lens and communicate with them. And then, you know, again, if you want to get into production and, you know, cut in other shots and, you know, do screen captures and do a variety of other things, you can, like, do a real show and tell. But you know, at at a really high level, video is not a strategy or a tactic or a technique. It's simply a way to communicate. And if you get honest with yourself about how you could be communicating with your customers and future customers, as well as your partners, vendors, suppliers, everyone else involved in your success, you're going to find places where video could be a benefit to you and your business.
1: Yeah, I I think what I'm most excited about is the fact that it's gotten to be such a light application. So the, the days of, you know, setting up a camera and green screen and all the production stuff now i'm not saying there's not a place for that but like you said to be able to grab my phone and to uh, pop open the app record a short video saying hey you know ethan i'm super excited that you're on my podcast today um we'll let you know when it goes live thanks for being such an awesome guest and hit send that's a you know a 60 second effort and it's highly personalized and probably has a lot more impact than um getting a canned email you know a couple days later that you know my va sent out
0: It's exactly right. And there are a variety of reasons why. And you just spoke to really what lights me up the most and and most of our customers find most effective, you know, with BombBomb or or some other services, you can record and send a video or upload and send a video to, you know, a list of 10,000 or 100,000 or 500 people or whatever. But this one-to-one video you just described, again, this replaces a little typed out thank you note. Or something like that, or even a handwritten note. This is kind of a, a modern day uh, handwritten note. And and the key things are, of course, you're allowing yourself to be seen and heard, right? And this is your ability to control the tone and the message and to convey in, the, in your scenario there, convey your gratitude and your enthusiasm uh, and your sincerity for the time that we spent together and, and what we were able to hopefully provide in terms of value for the folks that are clever enough to listen to your podcast. So, it's you being seen and heard, but it's also my ability as the recipient, as someone involved now in your success as well. You know, we're staked in each other's success now through this time we spend together. You're allowing me to know that I've been seen and heard and felt and understood through the gift of your time and attention. And that's what this is all about. When you get one to one, you're going to do it to make that bigger impact. Especially in this thank you scenario. And if that's the only way you use video, I promise you will see benefits from that commitment. There are a variety of other ways to use a a truly personal one-to-one video. For example, a customer inquiry, it's going to take you three or four paragraphs to type out the response and you could just hit record and talk to that person. They're going to understand you more clearly. You're going to save a ton of time by talking instead of typing other examples, again, positive or negative emotions. If you need to break bad news or make an apology, the ability, again, to control that tone let people know that you're sincere, let them know that you appreciate them, you understand what they're going through and how you're going to proceed and make it right is a really, really winning play. It buys you a lot of grace when you give that gift of time and attention and people know that you actually care. Uh, so there's just a few easy ways to use this in a one-to-one way, but ultimately it comes down to being seen and heard as fellow human beings and that is all we ultimately desire. And It's that gift of time and attention that people really appreciate. And if you send 10 videos, I promise you're going to get at least two responses that say, oh my gosh, thank you so much for taking the time to make that video for me. And oh, by the way, you probably save time by, again, talking instead of typing.
1: Yeah, it totally makes sense. I mean, I heard John Lee Dumas speaking at an event uh, with Chris Ducker, and he said, you know, do some stuff in your business that's not scalable. And and I'm not saying this isn't scalable, but to do the one-on-one, like you said, it shows more of a commitment than me sending out a mail merge if I'm trying to cold prospect. When I take the time to talk to somebody one-on-one, because you can't really manage more than probably 100 contacts if you're prospecting anyhow. So while you might have a list of 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 names, it really lets you drill down and, like you said, get a little bit more intimate with people and I do that in social media it's a great way I think to communicate with social the people who are your evangelists who share everything that you put out there and comment on the stuff that you do it's a great way just to communicate with them like you said to express your gratitude so give us an example you know of a client or two and name the client or not name the client it's up to you on how they use this to grow their sales in terms of maybe prospect or marketing or follow-up
0: Sure, I'll speak to that somewhat generally, and then I will also speak very specifically to what you just described. And we'll say, you know, I was—I uh, have a list of a thousand prospects, and I'm actively dealing with a hundred. I'll speak to that very specifically. So, you know, when when we came up, we found an immediate product market fit with real estate and mortgage folks. Who they are. Is so fundamental to the service they, th- that they provide. They win through relationship and referral, and so that's where we spend a lot of our time and energy is building relationships and building, you know, software integrations and name awareness in those communities. We also do a ton of business in automotive, uh, financial services, and fa- financial advisory, insurance sales. And now, over the past year or two, we've done a lot more business with a larger inside sales teams, so we can serve an in. Individual agent uh, or salesperson, and we can do uh, entire organizations. We work, we have executive teams using it. We have customer support and customer success teams using it. But uh, sales, I think, is, is a really, really great and easy win because it is all about trust. It's all about relationship. It's all about generating that reply or response and initiating a conversation. It's about having people feel like they know you before they meet you and having people experience both your warmth. And your competence so that they can proceed with, again, that level of trust and confidence that A, you can get the job done for them and B, you're going to use that skill and that knowledge in their best interest. That's the warmth side of it. And so humans naturally judge both of those things uh, intuitively. On the fly, and so when you're able to send videos as part of your reach out and part of your cadence and flow, uh, you're doing some of those things that a, a voicemail or a typed out email can't get done. And in the case that you can't get together in person, or you're not going to be able to get together in person until you've, you know, made eight to twelve touches on average, or twenty to thirty touches on average, or whatever it takes you, you're gonna you're gonna give yourself some of those benefits earlier in the process that makes all of the rest of the process much more likely to actually happen instead of go cold. And so uh, here's, that, here's that promise on, on what you uh, suggested in teeing this question up or observing uh, my, my response to the last question is, you know, let's say you have one or 2,000 people. Something you could do is record a video for all of those people. And you obviously wouldn't greet them all by name, but you would know what they had in common. I I wouldn't recommend this, by the way. I would recommend breaking that group of 1,000 into, I'm just making it up, five groups of 200 so that you can be even more specific. The more specific you can be about why they're getting this message, what's in it for them, and how to proceed, the more likely you are to get the outcome that you desire, which is, again, that reply, that response, a schedule on your calendar, or whatever your call to action might be. So, You can speak to groups of people about what they have in common and what opportunity you have for them. And then you use the analytics to decide who to follow up with on a one-to-one basis. And so you can start with this. I recorded it once and I'm going to use it for... You know, hundreds or possibly thousands of people. And then as people reply, or I can look at the tracking on opens, video clicks, and link clicks, uh, you can make judgments on where best to spend your time. So you can layer these techniques to blend, you know, something like an evergreen, uh, is what I call it, you know, record it once, use it over and over again, with a truly personal one to one video to kind of keep the whole thing going. And again, this doesn't replace all of your other messaging. If you find that, you know, throwing a direct a piece of direct mail in uh, on the seventh day of contact is useful for you. This doesn't replace that. It complements it and humanizes it.
1: Yeah I mean and I like to reach people in different places so when we're looking at marketing I mean like like you said there's direct mail there's email and there's social platforms and I think when people look at each of those different tactics I mean they're in a different mindset when you're on social than you are when you're in your business email versus you know when you're opening your mail so but you're you're right I mean it it takes several touches and the personalized even look at how busy you know Zoom and all those new uh, video applications have got because people want to see people and I I think that inherently we still want to have that human connection and it's Nothing beats looking at somebody you're speaking to. And even when I'm podcasting, even though we're obviously not in the same office, I pull up a picture. So now I know who I'm talking to, you know, and I've looked through your website. So now I can see that you're a person. You're not just a bunch of text on a page.
0: Exactly right. Faces are uh, deeply part of the human experience, static or dynamic. Live face to face in person is obviously the very best. Second best, I would say, is synchronous videos you described. We use Zoom at BombBomb. We love it. We do it on all of our discovery calls. When, when someone who's interested in our service wants to spend time with one of our team members, we always do it by Zoom for some of the reasons that we've already described. And then I would say the third best is this asynchronous, simple, personal video. And here again, one of the key things that we haven't talked about yet is the... I'm going to use some soft sounding words and, and depending on how you feel about them, we can go deeper or not. But, you know, the vulnerability you display by just sending a video of you stand, I stand at my desk, but you have you sitting or standing at your desk with your webcam, speaking to someone directly, like this is who I am. This is where I work. This is what it's about. This is why I'm reaching out to you. This is the opportunity I present to you is fundamentally attractive. The idea that it is not overly rehearsed. It's not scripted. You're not reading a teleprompter. You didn't do 15 takes and then have someone edit it together. The idea that it's just simple, personal, honest, authentic, again, using some some soft sounding language that I'm personally glad has kind of entered the popular business culture. I think it has some value. This is a special and unique version of video. You're seeing some of it online too. I see more of it on LinkedIn. You see it in, you know, Facebook live and some of the, especially the live stuff, because you can't produce it out or overly produce it uh, in a lot of cases, especially if you're doing it from your mobile phone. But this idea of peeling back the layers, taking off the sound effects and the music track and the big whooshy open with the logo reveal in 3D and all of these other things (laughs) that we've done historically. Yeah you know, if you're doing those and it's effective, keep doing it. If you're thinking about doing it because you think it can be effective, try it, but do not miss this opportunity to be more simple and personal and honest with video.
1: Yeah. I think what you're saying applies to a lot of the marketing. I mean, I recently changed the style of my email newsletter and went exactly to that, to your, you know, your point there. And that was just be more authentic, less business-like, and uh, I thought, hey, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? People can unsubscribe, which is great because it'll help my uh, my reputation delivery rate. And then i the people that are there, I'll have a deeper connection with because we have a deeper connection because they can see, you know, kind of more behind the scenes and you know how how real life is. And and I've got tons of feedback since I made the change. And it's uh, and it makes it more pleasurable. So I think the other thing is that doing what you're you're suggesting is it's an I think it's easier to do. It's tougher to write a script, look at a teleprompter. I've done that as well than it is to pick up the phone and just speak from the heart and have if you say a few ums or look away from the camera big deal um welcome to real life that's how people really are
0: exactly right i mean when you pick up the phone and call someone uh you're going to get voicemail because no one answers his or her phone anymore yep and and when you get that beep you know if you're not using one of those services that automatically dumps a pre-recorded voicemail and you're actually going to leave a voicemail you don't struggle with what to say you know why you called, you know who you called, you know what you need to communicate, and you know what you want them to do next. And this style of video is the exact same way. And so uh, it doesn't need to be overly rehearsed. You do want to know what you're recording the video for. I mean, you want some, you know, some basic context for yourself, I would say, you know, if you need to hit three or four specific points and you fear you might not hit them all or remember them all, it's okay to write those down on a piece of paper or to create a little outline. When I'm doing simple videos, say for a blog post or something, right, it's not just for an email, or I'm doing it for a newsletter to, you know, 120,000 people, I might uh, A, walk through my video once before I hit record, and I might create an outline. And in that scenario, and I'm gonna tie this back into something else you already observed uh, about stripping down the overproduction of your own newsletter. It's part of a much bigger theme uh, and generically, I'll call it casual Friday. So when you create an outline for your video, no matter what the video is for, whether it's to be sent in an e- email through BombBomb or another service, or it's to be embedded in a blog post or somewhere else, anywhere that you would put a, a more casual style of video, go ahead and show that outline. If you wrote it down on a scrap of paper, it's okay to hold it in the opening shot because that gives you permission to refer back to it. You, do, you don't have to act As if you're perfect and you memorized it all and and throw casual glances away and hope they don't notice that you didn't remember point number four, right? It's this idea of acting as if for so long, especially in business, we've dressed ourselves up literally and figuratively. We've overproduced, you know, some of our emails. We we feel like we need to look a certain way. And it does matter. I mean, brand matters, aesthetics matter. It all does matter, but I think we go to so much trouble not to be who we are and not to be honest with ourselves and to be honest with the people that we're working with, that we need to put on some airs or, you know, act bigger than we are or flex or pose or puff our chests and, you know, over-design things and over-produce things. I think it, because we've been doing that for so long people are responding very well and very favorably especially younger generations to this breath of fresh air where we're not afraid to be a little bit more of who we are i'm not saying you need to throw it all out and be casual in all the work that you do you know there's you need to pick and choose your spots you need to you know dress for the day so to speak but i think if if more of us can give ourselves permission to be a little bit more comfortable in our own skin And to be a little bit more comfortable in the way we're connecting and communicating every day, people are going to respond to that very favorably. And I think you'll find a lot more peace and success in that yourself as well.
1: So can we kind of dive into your product? And I just want to walk through. So if I'm a potential new user, so I know some of the objections and maybe you want to tackle one of these or or you pick. So, you know, I I don't do video. I'm not comfortable doing video. I hear all the time. I hear that very close sometimes in our own office from people that we're working with. It's a big one. And But I think a more casual approach and the less gear for me anyhow is less intimidating than looking at a whole bank of lights and a teleprompter. So that's one. And the other one is, you know, it's difficult to to get this set up and get it working, get it launched. So, I mean, I know you guys solved that problem. So why don't you just answer the you're going to onboard me as a new client what's this going to look like because you mentioned something that i had never heard before in in a tool like yours and that was analytics so walk us through the process i'm a brand new client how am i going to get logged on get signed up use your product and what am i going to expect
0: Sure, you know, with the website you can start a 2 week free trial on pretty much every page of the website. I mean, you just visit bombbomb.com to check it out. And it depends on what way you want to proceed. Again, we work directly inside the Gmail inbox through our Google Chrome extension. We work in a variety of Outlook instances as well. You can just uh, download the add-in. You can get our mobile apps. You can log in at bombbomb.com and get into our primary web app. And there are record buttons everywhere. You just hit record, and you can talk to people. And you put in the email address. I always recommend adding a line of text to go with your video to tell someone why to play the video, and then maybe a line of text supporting uh, whatever your call to action is. Instead of a lot of people out of the gate will make the make the mistake of thinking the video is magic because that's the way a lot of people are talking about video these days, it's not. And so the idea of just sending a video on its own may not be compelling enough, especially the colder the relationship to generate the video play that you want.
1: So to be, I'll pick a specific example then. So uh, next Tuesday, I've got a newsletter to go out. And so I can do what I've been doing. I can write a text, I can insert some images, I can put in a few links in. But if I want to use Bomb to get a video out to my uh, email list, great. what would that look like?
0: Anywhere your list is, it will be exported as a CSV. You can bring it into BombBomb through services like PySync and a handful of other ones. It's very likely that you can directly sync your lists into BombBomb. Plus, we have direct integrations with a number of, uh, of companies. So, Once you have your list in, you can use our email composer, and it's just straight drag and drop like a MailChimp or a Constant Contact or something like that, and you can still do some of the elements you're going to do, but maybe you want to highlight one particular link or you want to do a piece of training that is not in the links, but is maybe related to it or inspired by it or something. And so you can use the video in a variety of ways in that scenario. In the case that you're just getting started, you might just introduce the idea that you're going to be doing some uh, video communication and that you welcome people's thoughts and feedback and opinions and whether they like it or not and what they maybe want to see from you. You know, you can introduce this as something you're starting to do. And then soon. As you like it, you save it and you hit send and you select the list, and it can go to your entire list of people. It will uh, start delivering. Uh, you'll be able to monitor as it's delivering if you want to. I think that's overkill for most people. You don't need to see your emails as they <laughs> yeah. batch out. Uh, yeah. And then as people start opening, uh, as they start playing the videos, they start clicking the links, you can watch all of that on the tracking page, or you can just, you know, I, if you don't want to be all You know, if you don't want to hawk it really closely, you know, you can just uh, check in on it in 48 or 72 hours and you're going to see how it's performing. You can look at a click map and see, you know, if you provided three links to three different resources, you can see which one got more clicks than others. You can see who the most engaged people are. Again, if you're doing something like financial advisory or something like that, you know, you might be doing a market update or or a real estate agent or mortgage or or really any business. You're going to do like a market update kind of a thing, like a check in to stay top of mind and then if you want to we show you the individuals who rack up the most essentially points by interacting with your messages and so you could take the top 10 people who interacted with that that email and then you know again 72 hours later you time block 30 minutes in the morning and you send 10 truly personal videos to those people and you don't say, Hey, uh Bomb Bomb told me that you really liked my last newsletter. You <laughs> no, I no, hey, freak them out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's been a while since we connected. I just want to check in, you know, see how you're doing, see how your business is going, or you know, you know these people, right? And so, or you should, uh, you're probably connected with a number of them online. So you might've seen that their son or daughter is captain of the soccer team or something. You know, you have nuggets, you have reasons and opportunities to have conversations. And that's what this is really all about. And video just makes it easier to do it because people, again, have this psychological connection to you. It's called propinquity. It's built through frequency uh, of exposure. And so you, even in the absence of physical proximity, where we're standing next to each other, we have breakfast together every week, right? And so we have this physical proximity. You can build psychological proximity with people simply through virtue of this style of exposure. Uh, And then the whole goal, of course, is to turn that into conversations and opportunities.
1: Well, you know, I like, I like the idea of kind of gating the content as well. So you suggested, you know, following up on the people who opened it. And I think, you know, we've heard Frank Kern talk about that a bunch of times when he sends out um, an email and he has a video embedded and he's making an offer. He said, you know, teach people something. So add value. So people, if they just watch the video, there'd be great value there. But if they don't watch the video, he doesn't make them an offer. So it further segments a list. So your point on segmentation. So break your list into smaller pieces, be more personalized, you know, speak to the audience. You know, more to their needs, opposed to blasting you know, 10,000 or 1,000, breaking into a list of 200. And he segments again, like exactly like you've said. So, the people who opened it, spent the most time in the video, maybe clicked a link, are my warmest prospects. And those are the guys I should follow up with first.
0: Yes. I, and I recommend that, whether or not you're using video, I think the more targeted and intentional we are, uh, the better off we are. Something I always say is every email you send trains people to open or to delete your next email. Your name, your domain name right the the email address when people get their you get your email on their phone they start to build associations with it this is an email i open or this is an email i don't open and they may be you know too lazy or the situation might not be right to unsubscribe in that moment i think we all say subscribe to lists that we don't really find any value in because you know we just don't think to unsubscribe often enough but you're training people not to look at your emails if you're sending kind of generic mass blast stuff that is not very specifically and intentionally and directly for and about them. And so, you know, even if you make a 25% tweak, let's say you cut your 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 big list into three or four lists, you know, even if you're only changing 25 or 30% of the message and, you know, maybe you're featuring a different story or topic in the subject line for one group than another, even though the email itself is the same or you, you know, flip the order or whatever, just a little bit of thought there is going to go a really, really long way. But I want to double back, going back to video, you know, I'm not a video person. Think about all the things that you're doing today that you were not doing a decade ago or (laughs) 20 years ago or the first time that you sat down at the piano for your piano lessons, right? This is basic fixed mindset versus growth mindset stuff right? If you tell yourself, I'm not this type of person, or that is not the kind of thing I do, this is a story you're telling yourself that may or may not be true. But the more you say it, and the more you entertain it as a legitimate thought, and the more you hold it as a true story you tell about yourself, the longer you're going to prolong that state of Uh, you know, whatever it is that you're evaluating. And so I understand that video is a new skill. My first, you know, 15 videos were not nearly as comfortable as my second 15 videos. But I will tell you what, when you get comfortable looking the camera in the lens and talking to people regularly... The benefits go so much farther than all of the immediate benefits that simple personal videos provide. And those are already many. But, you know, when I had to start hosting webinars as the only marketing guy at BombBomb, it wasn't nearly as hard because I had already sent hundreds, if not maybe a thousand videos by that point. When I had to start doing stage presentations, when I started guesting on podcasts, when you get more comfortable expressing yourself in a different way, so many of us hide behind this faceless digital community communication because we can control and finesse the heck out of it. How many times have you typed an email? You knew it was kind of important. You maybe knew that the emotional tone was, you know, needed to be managed carefully and you type it and you sit on it and you erase half of it and you retype it. And like that, that finesse, that control, we're training ourselves to be overly attuned to, to, you know, choking the life out of things by, by over controlling them. And so this is going to be a new muscle and you'll get a number of benefits once you get basically comfortable speaking to people a little bit more often. I think it will also help you feel more connected to other people as well. So it's another challenge we face culturally is is emotional and relational disconnection from one another. And I think faceless digital communication has a lot to do with it.
1: Well, I mean, I think we could do a whole episode on fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Just that statement in its on its own fill in the blank. I mean, I don't like video or I don't look good on camera. I I I'm not a good writer, I'm not a good speaker and so yeah. So there's there you go listeners, it's real simple. You you know, you can keep saying, "Hey, I'm not a good fill in the blank," or you can just uh, suck it up. You know, even if you suck at it when you start, keep working on it, it gets better. And then move towards, you know, making more money. So if you want to grow your business, you're going to have to do some stuff that you're not comfortable with.
0: And do some things that other people aren't doing. First and foremost, we are very, very early in this movement. We have about 45,000 customers. Uh, I'd be surprised if any of our kind of direct or nearly direct competitors had more. I honestly don't know. And I really don't care that much. My point in offering that is... There are millions and millions and millions of people who can benefit from this in North America alone, which is to say nothing of the rest of the world. We have customers in about 40 different countries, primarily US and Canada, secondarily UK and Australia, and then you know a handful of folks here, there and everywhere. The point is we're very, very early in this movement. And so when you start mixing in some video, whether it's an evergreen video or whether it's a truly personal video, or as I recommend, some of both, you're going to get significant benefits simply by doing something that most of your competitors are not doing right now. And then whether it takes three years or five years or 15 years for this to become a more normal practice for businesses and for customers and things, you are your own best differentiator. Yeah, you are the reason people say yes. No, you're, You are the most uniquely qualified to be you and video allows you to do that. And so even when the act of video is not as standout, you remain the standout.
1: Well, I think, you know, the, you've hit, uh, you know, one point there that's really important is that it's, you're unique. So, you know, I can hire a copywriter to write my emails, my marketing message, so they can tune them, they can have to use all their insight and best practices for subject lines and attention getting headlines and double readership path and all these things, these techniques. So the, the downside is everybody can hire that same copywriter, but nobody can get me to do a video for them. So it's, it's unique. I think of the book, Blue Ocean Strategy, and it talked about, you know, there's blood in the water that's where everybody is it's where all the sharks are go someplace else where people aren't so this is an opportunity to go someplace where people aren't
0: right and again for a variety of benefits including uh, your own kind of emotional liberation higher these are just some basic things that we've seen over and over through survey responses more replies and responses to my emails when i use video instead of plain typed out text more clicks through my emails higher lead conversion a greater ability to stay in touch effectively, more referrals. These are all things that people have reported over and over again, and it's for some of the reasons that we've already discussed. Uh, but but the benefits are immediate and and notable. And if you're struggling to get, if you like these ideas and you're struggling to get started, start in a low threat environment. Start by sending. Ten or fifteen or twenty, not necessarily all at once. Although I do like batching the activity. Maybe start a "Thank You Thursday" habit, where you're going to just going to express gratitude for twenty minutes out of your email uh, with a video. You're going to think of a handful of folks and just say thank you to a few people every single week. And these this is low threat. You're thanking people because they've done some kind of kindness, so they obviously already like you and are acting in your best interest already. So they're not going to judge you nearly as harshly as you judge yourself. And frankly, nobody does. And so that's an easy way to get comfortable looking the camera and the lens and talking. Maybe before you send a video to your entire database or to a segmented portion of your database or whatever, uh, this idea of starting one-to-one with an easy message that you don't need a script for, for people who already like you, uh, that's a good way to start getting comfortable.
1: Absolutely. That's a, that's a great idea. And like you said, you know, I remember when I started my podcast, uh, I think I'm afraid to go back and listen to episodes like one, two and three, you know, and we don't over edit them because that's not how real life is. However, over time, it gets better and it gets better and hopefully, well, at least hopefully it gets better. That's That's the goal, but it definitely gets easier.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, to your point, experience is not expertise, but I think if you're listening to a podcast like this one, you're probably able to turn your experience into expertise and the gap there, you know, experience is just doing stuff over and over again. Expertise is that extra layer of, you know, being a little bit evaluative, Uh, Learning and growing, trying to be better tomorrow than you are today, and and building on your successes and learning from your failures. And uh, so I think, you know, most of the people that invest their time and energy into podcasts and books and, you know, video training and these types of things, they want to better themselves. And so I would say the bulk of your listeners are probably moving toward expert as they gain expertise. But you know, if you pay a little bit of that focus to the way that you're doing your videos, uh, you'll certainly become expert within, you know, a hundred videos or a thousand videos. Certainly, more expert than any of your competitors.
1: Now, do you guys have any um, any case studies or any guidance? So, if somebody's going to go sign up and 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 say, "Hey, this sounds good," I'm going to make a commitment to get started. To give them some, um, you know, some basic direction on how to get started.
0: Yeah, we have a variety of resources. The first and foremost, this is my favorite one. When you start a free trial with us, you're going to obviously get some emails from us welcoming you into the trial and providing some education. But we're also going to give you the opportunity to schedule a one-on-one appointment with one of our team members. And I highly recommend that. It is a discovery and diagnosis situation I I would be mind blown if we have not worked with someone who is doing something approximately like you are. And, and I and I almost don't care what you do. I mean, we've been generating thousands of trials every month and getting together one-on-one with, through Zoom with as many of them as possible for years. And so, you know, we've helped a wide variety of people get started. We have action plans that will give you very specific use cases. We demo how you might uh, perform that video so you can see an example of it, and you know you're going to get some uh, some very specific ideas. I I, I, incre- I think the action plans have 12 or 14 use cases described and, and demonstrated in there. I recommend picking one or two. The other thing I'll say is our chief marketing officer and I committed around a year ago to start writing a book and it captures all the best stuff that we learned. It released in April, it hit number one bestseller in Amazon in sales, in communication and in customer relations, among a couple of other categories Uh, It's called Rehumanize Your Business and it walks out some of the themes that we've already talked about here, which is why this matters so much. But then it goes into, you know, many case studies, it goes into when would you send video instead of typed out text, how to get more email opens, how to get more video plays, how to get more link clicks, how to follow up based on the way people are engaging with your message. And so that's another really great resource. It's not very expensive. Uh, Amazon will send it to you today or tomorrow, and and you can learn more about it at bombomb.com forward slash book But we've been doing this for, again, more than a decade. Uh, My eight years of full-time experience is what made it not just possible, but so exciting and desirable for me to commit so much time to writing a book and organizing all of the best ideas, inspiration, tactics, you know, the full range of why should I do this, who's doing it, when do I do it, and then how exactly do I do it? We have equipment considerations in there, how to set up for a cubicle or an office or an open environment. If you have a 10 by 10 office space somewhere in your building, you know, how do I turn that into a place that my team and I can record videos? We go through all kinds of stuff there. And and all of that is also available through the webinars we do and blog posts and social media, uh, et cetera. I mean, it's just the collected best stuff organized in a very logical flow.
1: Well, it's really cool. I mean, cause like you say you've got you've got 10 years experience in this space. So, you know, those resources are great. So, you're not just saying here here's the app, figure it out. You're saying here here here's the tool and here's the training and support we'll give you to make sure you can squeeze the most value out of that tool based on your situation.
0: Right, we can't afford to do otherwise. I mean, we are truly pioneering this movement with through and for our customers. So much of what I've produced in the blog and in the book and in podcast conversations and webinars and stage presentations, so much of it I learned through direct relationships with our customers. I mean, this is something no one was doing eight years ago or 10 years ago. And so, you know, we have to provide that because it is a new skill. It's a new muscle. One of the the parallels I like to draw, just to walk it out because it sounds so crazy, is Imagine you were a salesperson before the telephone was on every desk in every office, right? Yep. You know, you're sending out mailers and you were going door to door and you're trying to have conversations. Then all of a sudden the sales manager rolls in and drops, you know, 25 phones on 25 salespeople's desk and says, okay, this is what you sell with now right like yeah there's there's a curve there there's a learning curve it's like i can't see them anymore this isn't quite as personal this is a new channel this is a new medium that's what we're doing here we're 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 introducing a new tool to do all the things that we know we should be doing and the best part is it blends the efficiency of these you know electronic channels email you can send the videos through social messaging you can text the videos etc with The way sales is always done best, which is eye-to-eye, face-to-face, human-to-human, trust-to-trust. And so we're just blending those. It's kind of a new old way to communicate, connect, and convert.
1: Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned text because I heard Gary Vaynerchuk just rattling on how excited he is about text. And I joined his wine club. That's a whole nother story. That's been expensive. (laughs) Um, um, but, um, so I want to wrap up and I want to ask you a few more questions. So what are you most excited about in the next six to 12 months for your business, for your clients, uh, maybe for the technology where it's going, let you decide.
0: Really it's conversations like these, you know, I I've had the privilege internally, at BombBomb and building trust with so many of our team members and leaders to invest the time in having these conversations to learn what people are wondering to share you know useful ideas and to continue to lead this charge. Like I, I hope that at least some significant share of people who listen to this episode will go out and think about the next time they click send, like maybe this would have been better with a video. Maybe this would be better if I added that personal touch. And if they use BombBomb, awesome. If they use a different service, that's okay too. My The thing that excites me the most is that every day, more people are recognizing this as an opportunity and taking advantage of the opportunity because I sincerely feel this is going to create a better way for us to live and work. It truly does build relationship through video, especially when you peel back the production. And I honestly, I mean, it sounds a little over the top, but I honestly feel like the world will be a better place when we replace some of our faceless digital communication with simple personal videos. It's not as good as being there in person, but it's one of the next best things.
1: Yeah, that's cool. And I agree. I mean, the face to face you can't replace, but um, we're getting closer by, you know, having access to tools and technology like this. So when you're out at a cocktail party, you're at an event someplace, what's some of the bad advice that you hear around video?
0: A lot of bad statistics and things. I think a lot of people see it as a, you know, again, a strategy or a tactic as opposed to a way to work. And I know there's a fine line there. I'm kind of just, it's partly a semantic argument, but, you know, I think a lot of people get attached to foolish irrelevant arguments like, you know, 85% of the internet traffic is going to be video by 2020 something, right? Like that's more about our Netflix addiction than it is anything else. Um, And and (laughs) honestly, in synchronous video communication too, I mean, that eats up a lot of bandwidth. I mean, and and the reason I, I like to beat those up and I beat up several of them at the end of the first chapter of the book is that these are not good reasons to participate if you know you create and close more opportunities when you get face to face, you should know everything you need to know about getting started with video. If you appreciate when a company or a client or a coworker reaches out and says, Thank you so much, you did an awesome job. It was above and beyond expectation. Then you already know why you should be sending video. If you believe that you grow your business when you build relationships, you should already know what you need to know to be using video. I just I think so many people are throwing like another one. If if a picture is worth a thousand words, then one minute of video is worth like billions of words, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> I did the math on that and it would mean that I could communicate the entire book in like a, a two second video, which is just <laughs> ludicrous. Like these are not these should not be compelling arguments and we should not be, you know, advancing them as facts. It's just so silly. So I think the conversation around video is not as much about the human as it can and should be. I think that's where the real win is.
1: Yeah, that's funny. I mean, how people get stuck in the in the wrong in the wrong space. So who's uh, who's one guest that I absolutely have to have on my podcast?
0: Oh my.
1: Sorry, I didn't pre-warn you when we, we logged no, on to that. I no, that's do that. good.
0: I think you would find some kinship with James Carberry at uh Sweetfish Media and the B2B growth show. Entrepreneur, a really smart guy, recognized podcasts as a great way to build relationships, learn a bunch of stuff and create valuable content. I think you'd, I think you would get along really well with with him, and he's very relationship oriented as well. That's the first name that comes to mind.
1: Well, excellent. Hey, I appreciate that. So, where can people track you down, connect, learn more about what we're doing, sure. take a demo, take a test drive, and then talk to somebody in your team.
0: Yeah, you're already kind enough to give me the chance to mention a couple of them, but I'll restate a couple uh, of bomb, bombbomb.com, B-O-M-B-B-O-M-B dot com. If you want to learn more about the book, it's at bombbomb.com slash book. If you have any questions, uh, I welcome direct communication as well. You can find me on LinkedIn, Ethan Butte, last name is spelled B-E-U-T-E, or you can email me directly, E-T-H-A-N at bombbomb.com. It's just Ethan at bomb, com.
1: Well, excellent. Hey, I really appreciate uh, you taking time out of your day today to share with our audience. It was really insightful and I'm super excited about what's happening in video these days and super excited about what you guys are doing. So we'll have an offline conversation when uh, this wraps up.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate your interest and enthusiasm about it and I really appreciate your time.
1: So there you go listeners, another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast and like Ethan said, you know, don't let your fears get in the way. You're either going to build your business or you're going to live in your fears. So do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset and I'd encourage you all to have a growth mindset. Go off, build your business, try some new stuff, stand out, don't be where the crowd is, um, use your unique talents and abilities to communicate with people. So look forward to serving you on our next episode. That's all for this episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Now it's time to take your marketing to the next level by visiting dougmorneau.com and downloading our advanced marketing white papers as well as exclusive resources based on today's episode. That's dougmorneau.com. Until next time, we look forward to serving you right here on Real Marketing Real Fast.